Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. 14, Mission 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to the big event, and welcome back to the intro, Heather Knight. Hey, it's good to be back. So we have another project. We do. It's the latest in our Total SF series, which is celebrating all the fun, unique things about living in San Francisco. Just in time for the holidays, we are going to be decorating a cable car. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, decorating a cable car. Yes, so you might notice that cable cars oftentimes in December have garlands or lights or something festive, and we are going to be decorating one um, to look somewhat like a newspaper, or at least have chronicle themes. We're still plotting what we're going to do. We're, we're going to talk a lot about that, and this is a cable car tribute episode, so we had to bring in some cable car people. Jeremy Whiteman, Frank Zepeda, and Val Lupez is here. We talk a lot with Val Lupez, who is... He is a cable car gripman, has been doing that job for almost 20 years. He has tons of stories, the good, bad, and ugly of life on the cable cars. The best is how he met his wife on a cable car. When I first started with Muni, uh, I'll never forget, in the training department, and the instructor takes a deep breath, cable car. And he turns to look at us, and he goes, okay, there were about 40 of us students. I want to see a show of hands. How many of you guys are married? And the married men raise their hands. Okay. How many of you guys are single? I'm single. Okay. Now listen to me very, very carefully. Married men. If you value your relationship, if you love your wife, stay away from this place. <laughs> stay away from this place. Single guys, you'll love it. It's <laughs> Married men, stay away from cable car. And when I went, I was single, happily so. I never had much of a any kind of rap or any kind of ability. I never even really tried. Yeah. But then I ended up meeting this really nice lady, and we became friends, and nine years later, we're married. So this is a total SF episode. Heather's here. We've got a new project. Lots of talk about cable cars. We're your concierge for culture in the Bay Area. I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is The Big Event. Welcome to the big event, uh, Heather Knight, back. Hello, good to be back. And we're here with our Muni buddies. Yeah, we brought our Muni friends in. Uh, I just wanted to introduce everybody, Jeremy Whiteman. So, hi there, how are you? Val Lupez. Hello, good afternoon. And Frank Cepeda. Good afternoon, Heather, Peter. We're super excited because you guys, uh, Total Muni, we've told the story a little bit, but not with you here, so we kind of wanted to go over that. Heather, you want to take over? Great. So in the days leading up to Total Muni, I got a Twitter message from Jeremy saying, any chance you'd be interested in a cable car decorated for the giant 60th anniversary waiting for you at sunrise? And I was like, um, okay, twist my arm. And it was a great thing that, that we had arranged that because the beginning of Total Muni 
was kind of a disaster. You can imagine what Market Street is like at 4 a.m. And we were all regretting this decision to spend our entire day riding Muni. But then once 6 a.m. rolled around and we got a note from you guys, we're ready, your chariot awaits. And so we went to the cable car turnaround at Palin Market, and there it was with the giant's flags and all the colors. And you guys were so nice and had huge smiles on your faces and the sun was coming up and we were like oh thank god (laughs) yeah and and getting down to the line i mean we're riding the owls in this little loop around san francisco and let me tell you the owl at like five in the morning is not fun so we were in a down down place and you guys yeah this shining light (laughs) like angels were singing when we saw val and jeremy i I had followed from i've I'd followed uh, along with you guys, and Peter and I, we'd had a previous Twitter interaction about uh, sponsored for some of the cable cars. But also, we had just done a car honoring the Giants for the 60th anniversary season. Car 24 is dedicated to Willie Mays, and we got it decorated. And then when I heard you guys were coming, and I sent the message to Heather, and she said the time we were leaving and the car needs to be there. And I said, well, we'll see what we can do. Because I, I think, mm-hmm. like, from the other side, it's got to be weird to be like, all right, there's these journalists, and they're writing every Muni line in one day, and they're going to be at the very first Pal Street car at 6 a.m. I, I think that's got to be a weird thing. Like, it's weird for me to say it, and I lived it, so. Not to mention that anything that goes wrong could wind up in the Chronicle. The yeah. Week. Yeah, it's a, PR, it's a PR nightmare. That's what I'm saying. I so. did notice I would try to explain the whole 2018 Muni thing to some of my co-workers and they would look at me with this blank expression and go the what? <laughs> no these two reporters and they're, they're going to ride every single line in the city that's my understanding and there would be a pause and they would nod slowly like okay that's interesting <laughs> I just need you to do this and this sure okay yeah alright and Frank, yeah. you were there taking pictures of us, which was awesome, and you sent a lot to us afterwards. So, what's the, what's the most photogenic line, Muni line? I'm half kidding. Ooh. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's several. The 43 uh, Masonic is one. 44. I would say 76 by virtue of right. that. Right. Goes Go all the, the way across the bridge. bridge. Yeah. And then the Marin Headlands. That's just magnificent scenery. Yeah. yeah. The 23 so, Monterey through St. Uh, Francis Woods. It's kind of nice with the curvy streets over there. Yeah. yeah. So there are some great spots. Have you ridden every single line? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you have something on me that I don't have. Yeah. I like the 67, Bernal Heights. Yeah, I've been pushing another, that for a while. It's another nice per- little, I like the little neighborhood lines that just are kind of creeping through, you know, neighborhoods that just seem frozen in time. Um, we saw a few of those, Heather and I, on our run. Yeah, I love the F car as well as the cable cars just because oh, yeah. they're so only in San Francisco and exactly. you feel like you're in a different era when you're on them. Oh, for, certainly, yeah. certainly. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter and I are very excited that our next Total SF project is going to be with you guys. We are going to be decorating a cable car for the Yay. holidays. I would traditionally tell people, they would ask, so you got your tree set up? Uh, yeah, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> Oh, where's it? It's uh, right around the corner. You want to see? It's parked over. <laughs> it's parked over there, Powell, in California. <laughs> so basically, yes. It's imagine you're decorating a tree, a tree that just happens to be 30 feet long and eight feet wide, and carries about 50 people and runs down the middle of the street. So yeah, um, it's decorating for the holidays with all the usual. But the the funny part of it is that the quantity of items that you're using are about 
10 to the power of normal. We just had a couple of people come by this morning. We're going to be decorating a car. It's their first time. And so they're asking, well, how many, how many, uh, you know, how much lights do we need? Oh, you're going to be now at 100 feet. Uh, you're going to be on at 150 feet of this. And you have to think in terms of dozens and hundreds and not just two packages of lights. You need 10 packages of lights. <laughs> it's a pretty good sized vehicle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it can be pretty daunting. I got an idea. I haven't run it by Heather yet, but maybe we'll just do that in real time because that's always good for the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking that um, people are always keeping Chronicle old editions of the Chronicle. So, like, you know, Niners win the Super Bowl or it's the day your kid was born or whatever. So what I want to do is, like, pick, have me and Heather pick or have have – take turns picking some of our favorite covers over the year because I'm always digging around in the archive here and then I'll start that off and then ask our readers what's your favorite cover of all time what are some covers you've saved and then would it be possible to like kind of miniaturize those papers yes, and hang them exactly. yes four by six oh, yeah. size would be perfect four by six four, so five, you five, could five still read seven. I just want to read the big headline like exactly. yeah. 49ers super win yeah. you know I, I want to be able to see the headline but it doesn't have to be real big Oh, what about covers uh, from Christmas Day over the years? Oh, I like it. 1910, 20, so and so forth, right? Yeah. Or the first Christmas after the earthquake. Yes, 1907, yeah. Heather, are you buying into this idea? I am. All right, good. (laughs) It would be bad if you weren't. (laughs) I also want to emphasize, I don't know how, but the fact that the cable cars and the Chronicle are almost exactly the same age, I think that's really cool. We were uh, started in 1865. I think you guys were 1873. Yeah, you've got us by eight years? Yeah. Yeah. So So I think just old school classic San Francisco and how these two institutions are so crucial to the city somehow weaving in that theme. And they've been threatened over the years, but there's a lot of similarities. The cable cars were threatened a couple of times, and the Chronicle's gone through its own struggles and has come out stronger. But uh, I think there's a lot. Of, I think the cable car and the Chronicle have a lot in common. Yeah. So, is it is it Muni who we're working with, or are we working with a different group? How how did and how did this decorating start? We are Muni. Um... It's the rank-and-file operators at Cable Car Division. Uh-huh. We don't have any official sanction, per se, from Muni. Obviously, they're happy with it, but it's all completely volunteer. Yeah. Our own time, our own money. We don't get paid to do any of this. And it's all in support of the Cable Car Division Senior Holiday Luncheon. The money from the sponsorship goes to pay for the Senior Luncheon. What is the senior luncheon? It's been going on for about 36, almost 40 years now. And what we do is we go to about five or six different convalescent hospitals, which I am in homes, around San Francisco. Get about 20 or 30 seniors per home. Bring them down to a central location. Give them a nice warm meal, a little bit of light entertainment. Just a little something for Christmas. And since I've been in charge of it, I've gone to these homes and I talk to the, the supervisors. I want the people, and I know you've got them, for Christmas Day, they're sitting in the living room or in the, the rec room, staring at the TV set. Their families, whatever, they don't have anybody to visit them. Christmas Day is just another day. Those are the people I would specifically like you to send to our luncheon. 
Nice. Oh, that's know. a great cause. So, yeah. I'm feeling better and better about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I knew I'm glad we were being that. so nice. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all of these sponsorships for all of the decorated cars go to pay for the luncheon specifically. Is the luncheon on Christmas or? It's a week before. Okay. Yes, the 13th, December the 13th. So how do you assign like what number cable car we get? We basically just let you pick. Oh. You yeah. Kind of. They picked. Uh, they wanted something. Red, so we said car 11. When car 11 wanted... is a very nicely done car. It's bright, bright fire engine red with white trim. Just recently repainted from the ground up about a year ago. So it's still got that nice new car look to it. Nice. It's, it's a nice looking car. Are there a lot of cars? I mean, not that we're going to, but could we be like cable car 420 or something? <laughs> <laughs> take the Does four out of the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we could take car 20 and add the four, but then I, yeah. I would have disavowal knowledge of that. But uh... <laughs> All right. We're not going to be 420. Um, <laughs> I think the publisher is withholding the funds. <laughs> <laughs> you did. As what? we speak. Um, what about, uh, are we the first news agency to sponsor a cable car yes you are so so like buzzfeed has not done a car (laughs) you're the first you guys you guys got the scoop on this one that's awesome you guys got the scoop on this one that is getting better and better (laughs) um yeah well we've got a lot of thinking to do for our decorating so this is the beginning of our journey um but on the big event got you guys here and val I've got you here. You're a grip man yes, for the cable cars for how many years? It's going on, let's see, last July was 19 years. Uh, again, Heather, just like with your son, I grew up as a, a young cable car fanatic. I rode the cars back and forth for lack of anything better to do, I guess. And I'm one of those people that, you know, when you're a little child, everybody has their dreams. Want to be a police officer, firefighter, an astronaut, whatever, airline pilot. I re- literally wanted to be a cable car operator. I saw that was really cool watching these guys work these huge levers and ringing the bell and telling jokes and looking all cool up there. Then, of course, I grew up. Uh, I, I'm growing up now. I got to get a, quote, real job, get a, quote, real career, quote, real life. You know, tried that. Very boring, very droll. And, yeah. and then it finally dawned on me, well, what's wrong with pursuing that job. If it's pay and benefits are excellent. It's a city job. And most importantly, it's something I know I can do and something I really want to do. It's from my heart. And I know I can do this. And that was 20 years ago. I started with Muni, and I haven't looked back since. So, but I, I'm sure, though, you can't just sign up and go, all right, I want to be a Gritman. Where do oh, I fill out the form? I mean, right. it is, it's, I'm sure it was a process. <clears throat> You have to start as a, dr- a bus driver, a standard Muni bus driver, which is what we all are, bottom line. You know, you build up your seniority driving a bus in some of the nicer neighborhoods of San Francisco. You know. What lines did you drive? I drove the 5 Fulton, the 30 Stockton, the 28 19th Avenue, um, 43 Masonic. So I, I managed to stay out of the worst neighborhoods, but I was fortunate I only drove a bus for about a year and a half. And my timings just got good where they needed the help. I put it, it's, it's called a wish list. You're based on your seniority and their needs. Uh, they called me and I got out of the bus driving seat and managed to get over the cable car. Does everybody have cable car on their wish list? Is that a popular? Topic? It is fairly popular, but it's extremely physical. 
And a lot of these guys seem to have the notion that you just stand up there, pull a bunch of levers, and grin and smile for the camera. And the thing about being a grip man is that it has a 90% washout rate. 90% washout rate. It's 19th century technology. It has not changed. In fact, the other day I was looking through one of my cable car history books, and there was an excerpt from a rule book from 1889 <laughs> from a, a company that's long, long since disappeared. And I'm looking through it and going, yeah, that's still, that's still, that's still. So just for fun, I printed it out, took it to work, took it to my training department. I showed it to them. What do you guys think about this? And they're like, hey, this is really good stuff. <coughs> we can use this. Yeah, I'll bet you can. Where'd you find this? And then I showed them the book. And they went, get out of here. Are you serious? So this stuff, which was written down 120 years ago, rules, regulations, still apply. What's your training like? It's pretty pretty difficult. The first week you go out on the training car with just the instructor, and you have three days to show them some level of aptitude, something. If you show them you've got something, then you go to five days. After the fifth day, you go into what's called line training, it's a field training officer for police officers. You'll go in real life, real service, real passengers. You're driving for real with an experienced operator standing next to you. It's 25 days of that. Provided you survive that, then they cut you loose and you're on your own. So, What's the hardest part of the job? There are so many different parts. Uh, <laughs> I think the hardest part is getting used to it at the beginning. You're using muscles you probably don't use. I know the first six months I would wake up in the morning and my fingers would be curled up into claws from the crunching motion. And I would have to soak my fingers in the, in the, in the sink in hot water and unfold them one by one, you know, literally. Of course, now I've long since gotten used to it. But getting used to it is probably the hardest part, I think. There's just so much you have to learn. The way the car operates, the whole, it's an entirely different world. You're operating a vehicle in traffic with your passengers standing on the outside. Uh, you have to keep an eye on them constantly. You have to watch the traffic. You have to watch what the car is doing. You have to be able to multitask. It's just, uh, you know, if you can't multitask, you can't do this. I, I found that, um, so... I've been on cable cars all my life, and when I was younger, you know, I was with my grandmother probably sitting there really careful, holding on for dear life. By the time I'm doing total muni, not only am I on the outside of the car, but I'm like a fool, like, because i got to document it. It's for work. Um, and I'm there with my phone and taking a picture of Heather or board or whatever, and probably almost killed myself and couple other people on the car a couple of times. Do you just hate cell phone technology? Has that really changed things for you? I'm going to be honest with you, Peter, yes. <laughs> I don't, you know, I understand that these people are on vacation. They're having fun, and when you're on vacation, you, you kind of put your brain into neutral. I get it, okay? I get it. But the fact is, I have to be the adult in the room and reach out. I've had to physically reach out and grab people and yank them in. Hey, what are you doing? And then the vehicle will pass by three inches away from them, and they're going, oh, 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 God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So... Do they just name their kid first 
born Val? <laughs> Are there like a lot of kids named Val around the various parts of the world whose lives you saved? Their... The guy who saved my life, yes. You know, um, I don't have a problem with people having fun. It's when they get on when they're intoxicated. Oh, God. Yeah. This is uh, the biggest issue. Um, I really, most of us, you'll find us cable car operators, we have very, very little patience for intoxicated passengers. Very little. What's the worst behavior? you've seen, especially from drunk people? Years ago, these three youngsters, I, I, I say youngsters, late teens, early 20s, they got on the car. Fortunately, the car wasn't very full, but the one, he was really blasted, completely wasted. And his two friends, they're not far behind him, but they're supporting their buddy. You know? Oh, I a few blocks. Can we ride? Will you? And I'm going, no, no, no. My conductor, my partner, Ah, it's okay. We'll let them ride. Are you sure you want to do this? They can ride in back with me. Okay. They're in back with you. They're your problem. Okay? All right. Fine. So head on down the street. And within five minutes, there's that sound of dry heaving. And I went, oh, no. Here it comes. Then a splashing sound. And then the odor. And I won't go into any more detail. (laughs) But I turned around, and it was all over the windows, all over the bench, all over the floor, all over all three of them. Uh, you guys have termed it hot lunch. Yes. <laughs> that's our, that's our uh, terminology. We call it a hot lunch. But you're on a cable car. It's like the perfect vehicle for throwing out. You can throw outside the car. <laughs> on the, exactly. They went to sit. In, and I had them sit inside because they were so drunk. I didn't want to take the chance of them falling off. Got it. I okay. think in retrospect, I should have put them on the outside. Yeah. At least they would have gone into the street. But yeah. Okay, you three, out. Get out right now. And now driving back to the barn and this horrible owner has permeated the entire vehicle and and I'm glaring at my conductor. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. No, no, no. Your end of the car. You stay. Don't you come up here with me. You stay back here. That's your punishment. You stay back there. So on a happier that's note. Only been once. Yeah. What's been like some of your best days on the cable car? That's easy. I met my wife on the car. You did? Yes, I did. Okay, you have to tell this story. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I did. It's actually a tradition. Most of the guys at Cable Car, well, not most, but a lot of the old timers met their spouses on the cars. And before I go into that, when I first started with Muni, I'll never forget, in the training department, on the blackboard, they had written down the names of all the different divisions, the bus divisions. And so Kirkland is a diesel bus division, and Presidio is the electric bus division, and cable car, and there's a long pause. And the instructor takes a deep breath, cable car. And he turns to look at us, and he goes, okay, there were about 40 of us students. I want to see a show of hands. How many of you guys are married? And the married men raise their hands. Okay. How many of you guys are single? I'm single. Okay. Now listen to me very, very carefully. Married men, if you value your relationship, if you love your wife, stay away from this place. <laughs> stay away from this place. Single guys, you'll love it. It's <laughs> married men, stay away from cable car. Just make it easy for you to stay away. And when I went, I was single, happily so. I never had much of a any kind of rap or any kind of ability. I never even really tried. Yeah. But then I ended up meeting this really nice lady, and we became friends. And 
nine years later, we're married. She was just a passenger on your cable car? She was just a passenger, just a regular passenger. But those interactions are so short. Like, how did you? Well, because I saw her every day or every other day. She was a regular. Yes. Was she riding the car because of you? Oh, no, she was just riding on her way to and from from, uh, work. So, yeah. Nice. Aw. That's sweet. So, yeah. Did you have a cable car-themed wedding? Was was there, like, a cable car cake? I've seen pictures like that, and I promised her there's one thing I will never do to you. We're not doing anything like that. I, yeah. Well, if you want to, no, 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 really. I, I, I love you, so I'm not going to do that. I, I heard of a wedding once on the Jade Church. They didn't want to get married in an actual church. <laughs> it's true. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, what about the, the Chinese New Year wedding pictures? Too? Oh, yes. We did a car, decorated the car for Chinese New Year's. And when we got to Fisherman's Wharf, there was this couple, uh, a Chinese couple, in tra- traditional silk, bright red um, um, Chinese wedding gowns, and they were just beautiful. And here we are in a car covered with good luck in Chinese <laughs> and such and so forth. And so they took a bunch of pictures with the car. Um, and that was the first time we'd done a car for other than Christmas. Yes. So we do one for Chinese New Year, first trip out. And then he finds yeah. a couple because it's it's the cable cars are, are traditional San Francisco, so a lot of people want to take their photos in front of a cable car. So wedding photos, and here comes the car in Chinese New Year. Ah, oh, perfect. Mic drop. You know? I do have one quick story. This happened about ten years ago. This is one of my favorites. I'm right up here at Powell and Markets at nighttime, and this guy jumps on the car and he's got a twenty dollar bill in his hand, and he leans in real close to me and goes, "Hey man, I want to talk to you." And I go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, dude, dude, whoa, back up, back up, man." This ain't that kind of right. No. I, I, no. no, I need to talk to you. Back up. I Whatever you want, $20 ain't enough, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> now listen, listen. My girlfriend's coming up, and and I got, and he was really nervous. There was sweat coming down his face. I'm going, okay, this is going to be interesting. And he reaches into his pocket, pulls out this jewelry box, and pops the cover, and there's this beautiful, beautiful diamond ring. And he goes, I was wondering if you could stop the car at the top of Lombard Street. I want to uh, propose to my girl. So I reached over. I took the $20, but I stuck it back in his pocket. I closed the jewelry box. When we get there, you leave it to me. Just sit down and relax and wipe your head. You're sweating all over. <laughs> Just relax, dude. I got it. Just relax. So we got up to Lombard Street. It was a beautiful night. There weren't that many people on the car. And I stopped, locked down the brakes, took out my flashlight, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be here for just a couple of minutes. We have some very important business to take care of. If you can just hold on. Another cable car passes in the other direction. I flagged it down. Stop, stop, stop. Look, 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 look. So they're sitting on the outside. The guy steps off the car, reaches into his pocket, and he kneels down on the ground. Aww. Gets all the way down, you know. And he's holding the He's hiding the box. So he tells her how much he loves her and how much she means to him and She's looking around like, well, I love you too. Why are you doing this in front of all these strangers? What, <laughs> what's going on? And I took the flashlight and I pointed at him, flicked the flashlight, he opened the box. And the light, I mean, it was perfect. The light just just dazzled off of the time. Wow. And he proposed. And you could hear a pin drop. Everybody's going, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? And she burst into tears, <laughs> big hug, you know, uh. all the, the uh, laughter and the applause and... Um, we got down to the bottom of the hill, and I, I went, one more thing. Guys, give me your tickets. Give me my t- Give me their tickets. I gave them to the conductor. I got their money back. <laughs> this is your first wedding present. 
Congratulations. <laughs> that's so cute. And that was it. Aww, so That's a great story. That's an excellent story. Thank it you. sounds like every day anything could happen on that cable car. I One of the quotes from one of the old timers, your worst day on a bus is... No. Your worst day on a cable car is still better than your best day on a bus. Yeah. Nice. Which is very, very true. Well, I'm super excited. I consider this, this is the beginning or the middle because we've known each other now. But um, I'm super excited that uh, the Chronicle and our Total SF project is going to meet up with you guys again. Well, we're definitely thrilled to have you on point. Yeah. Looking uh, forward. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, going to be a lot of fun. I was super excited when Heather told me that this was even a possibility because um, you guys are awesome. We, we can't state it enough. Well, what, thank you. What thank you. friendly faces you guys were to see um, all of you on that ride. And I'm just glad we can uh, work together again and do something fun for San Francisco so, uh, Heather, you ready to go? I'm ready. It sounds like we need to hit the, the holiday store. Hit the holiday store. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, once again, we, we will be asking for some ideas. I think it's going to be on Twitter. And uh, uh, this is the beginning. Cable car tribute. The big event. Thank you all for coming. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes. A lot of fun. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to my guests, Val Lupez, Frank Zapeta, Jeremy Whiteman, and Heather Knight. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community. Read our columns and subscribe to the Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. San Francisco Chronicle podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services. Listen at www.sfchronicle.com slash podcasts with an S.